two, three. What's up? This is Elric Ong, and today I'm here with Vicky Lau. Now, Vicky has 640,000 followers on Instagram, 460,000 followers on TikTok, 290,000 on Twitter, and she has 50,000 on YouTube. Okay, She's been featured on Kotaku, CTV, Global News Network, CBC News, radio stations, and newspapers. So she's an avid cosplayer with over 15 years of cosplay experience. So since childhood, she has an interest in Japanese anime and culture, and she has immersed herself in the artistry of costume design and creation. So she's heavily involved in the anime community and has traveled to numerous anime and video game conventions internationally. She's been invited as a designer three times to showcase her costumes at Western Canada Fashion Week and also to conventions global such as Canada, USA, China, Mexico, and Germany. What's up, Vicky? Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me here. Great. Let's start off with, um, maybe you can share your journey. Like, how do you start becoming a cosplayer and um, how that, like, you know, how's your life like as a cosplayer? Um, so I was uh, born in Hong Kong and immigrated to Canada when I was really young. And I didn't realize they had a, ho a holiday called Halloween. Mm -hmm. And that's when people dress up as their favorite characters and whatnot. And because I grew up in Hong Kong watching animes and video games, I actually dressed up as anime and video game characters and I didn't realize that was actually cosplay. So over the years, I kept dressing up as uh, anime and video game characters for Halloween. And then eventually I found that there was a local anime convention in my city and that people actually dress up as anime and video game characters. And that's when I realized that cosplay was a thing. And from then on, I just started to go to more and more conventions and uh, did more and more cosplays. Cool. And um, so how do you start growing your following to where it is today? Uh, when I first started, I actually didn't have any social media because I, um, all of this is kind of just born out of passion for my love for cosplay. But um, I guess when social media started becoming more prominent, like Facebook and Instagram and whatnot, um, I wanted to connect with people around the world that wanted to do cosplay. So what I did back then is I actually traveled to a lot of anime conventions in different countries. And um, so since I'm in, from Canada, I went to a lot of US conventions. And every time I would go to a convention um, and people would take photos of me at the convention, I would pass them out a, a cosplay card and they would follow me. And when photographers want to, want to work with me, I would give them my card so that when they take photos of me, they can um, send the photos to me. So from there, it kind of just snowballed into going to conventions, um, getting photos taken by the uh, con convention pa patrons, photographers, and also being able to meet other cosplayers, doing collaborations with them was how it really helped grow my following on social media. Cool. So how do you mix like your real life with being a cosplayer? You know, like a lot of celebrities, they have a personal life and they have a celebrity kind of life. How do you mix that? And is there any conflict? Um, my real life and personal life, I, uh, I guess if I'm, cause I'm like working a full-time job, then I have to plan my conventions around the, uh, convention and sewing time around my work hours. So like when I get off work, I would sew my costumes, 
And then when I get off work on Friday, I would fly to the convention because conventions are usually Saturday and Sunday and I will fly home on Sunday. So it really doesn't conflict with my work schedule, but it makes it really difficult to have to travel around. It's really stressful because you don't get very much rest. You're just mm -hmm. sewing and traveling a lot. And, and there's only so much vacation days if you're working. So I can only take a certain amount of days off. Like maybe sometimes I have to take a Friday off to fly if it's a, a longer distance for the convention. But um, I made it work. <laughs> and there's a balance between work and my cosplay. So you're considered like relatively famous. So do you enjoy the fame or do you not enjoy it? Or sometimes you enjoy it, sometimes you don't. Yeah. What I enjoy is actually people reaching out to me and um, letting me know that they appreciate my art. And sometimes mm -hmm. they ask for help and it makes me feel good to be able to help people and inspire people. So, and sometimes um, people would message me saying, hey, I was having a really bad day, but the photo you posted today just made me smile. Just having those intimate relationships with my fans just make me feel like, wow, I spent so much time and effort making this costume because I'm passionate about it, but it made someone feel good. It made their day and that's an amazing feeling. So have you gotten any haters before and how do you normally deal with it? Uh, fortunately, I am one of the, I guess, few rare cases. I don't really have haters. So, um, but like any other um, social media influencer or celebrity, if you have people that have negative comments, it's best to not respond to them because a lot of times they're uh, looking for attention and to try to inflict some sort of response out of the celebrity. So I would just ignore them if I would get hater comments, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. And um, so take me through a little bit about the business side of things. Like what's your business about? How do you make money from this profession? Yeah. So what I do as a cosplayer, I get invited as guests to different conventions around the world. So when they invite me, um, Depending on the negotiation, they would cover flight, hotel, and uh, per DM as well as the appearance fee. And they would provide me with a, a booth where I can have meet and greet with my fans for autographs and photos. And I would be selling my, my po uh, posters and photo books and that's how I can generate income with my cosplay. And uh, sometimes I would just actually go to the convention and actually get my own booth to do my own fan meet and greet and sell my uh, cosplay merchandise there. I see. And um, how about sponsorships and all this kind of stuff? Are there, is that part of what you do as well? Yeah, I do partner with sponsorships. I do mostly with um, video game companies. And depending on the type of uh, sponsorship they want, sometimes they want me to uh, create a costume for one of the characters in their game and do uh, some videos uh, or post on Instagram where they might want to uh, have me post a video of me making the costume on YouTube and sometimes they want me to uh, do live streaming playing the game or maybe uh, playing with the fans so it really depends on what the sponsor is looking for. Are you able to take me a, a little bit through the numbers like hey, what's the market rate maybe not for yourself but maybe just the market rate of like how much do people pay for sponsorships how much do people pay you know for yeah if you don't mind sharing some numbers in the industry. I think it depends on what they're asking for. If they're asking for one thing or like a whole package, most of the time I do like a, a big package deal with people because um, they're usually bigger companies that approach me. But 
and it also depends on how um, how big of a budget the company has. Because some companies might only be able to afford like a two hundred dollar sponsorship deal, and some companies might do like five to ten thousand dollars, depending on what they can afford and what they're asking for, and what type of um, uh, influencer they're bringing on board. So, like, what's the job scope like? Do you just is just just one picture, or you have to do a video, or normally what do you have to do, and Roughly, how much does it cost for an average cosplayer? Or yeah, um, it like I said before, it depends on what the company wants. One company might want a YouTube video, but another company might want Instagram posts and Instagram stories. So I can't really say what I do. I customize based on what the customer wants. I see. So yeah. Okay, cool. So okay, tell me more about your podcast. What's your podcast about? How how do people find your podcast, etc. Yeah. Uh, my podcast is about, um, I bring on successful social media influencers and creators and I interview them so that I want them to share their story and their journey of how they became um, uh, famous or successful in their journey as becoming a creator. So a lot of times people don't understand that there's a lot of hard work behind the scenes when you're a creator and I just wanted to share that journey with people so they understand that you know they were once just like everyone else but they put in a lot of hard work and dedication and discipline to get to where they are so would you if let's say you look back do you think that you will be where you are today or you were like yeah do you think so um i actually never imagined getting into uh the cosplay cosplay industry as a professional because i started out doing it for fun but um as i got more and more disposable income and time, um, I was able to travel to more conventions and make more costumes. And and then it just snowballed from there. And then then one day, a fan actually messaged me and asked, can they purchase a, a poster of one of my costumes? And I didn't realize you can actually make money from cosplay. So I'm like, wow, like I can do that? So I never imagined that. So I was really thankful that uh, people appreciate my art and actually want to purchase my art. Cool. And um, tell me what's a day in your life normally like? A day in the life? Um, yeah. When I'm, say, like when I'm going to a convention or when I'm making costumes or... Okay, let's say in your average life, like your everyday life, and also like when you're going to a convention, you know, um, what do you do? Yeah, everything, yeah. <laughs> um. So when I get up in the morning, I usually... Um, check for all my um, messages and emails to see if there's anything I need to address right away. Then I I do some work with um, like just admin work. And then I go back to answering some of my messages and I do my daily post on social media. And throughout the day, I will be still responding to people and messages and all my DMs. Then I do some project plannings in the afternoon and in the evenings I do a lot of my editing and uh, for my photos and my videos. And if I'm working on making costumes, I would sew my costumes in the evening. When I'm going to a convention, usually what happens is I would fly in the night before, uh, check into the hotel or I would fly in the day of, um, check into the hotel and I would get ready in the costume. Usually it takes me about an hour, an hour and a half to get into my costume, depending on how complex the costume is. Then I would head to the convention center and um, 
I, it depends on what the convention schedule is for me. Sometimes I go to panels as a host or a guest and I would hang out at my booth to meet fans for autographs. And usually the convention ends around like six or seven, then I would go out with friends to go eat because I love food. So especially when I'm traveling to different countries, I get to check out the local food scene, which makes me really excited. And if um, I know some photographers there or some cosplayers that I want to collaborate with, I usually do the collaboration in the evening and do the photo shoots with them there. So what are your plans for the future? My plans for the future? Yeah. Um, I, I still want to continue to cosplay as a passion. Cosplay has been definitely, um, if you're doing it professionally with all the traveling, um, it does get quite stressful. And now with COVID, we can't, do any traveling and there's no more conventions going on. So I'm focusing more on my online based um, uh, marketing and uh, working towards uh, more of an educational and inspirational um, message for my followers. That's why I'm doing the podcast with sharing other creator stories. And I'm also working on uh, making uh, online digital course that I can provide to my uh, audience as well. Cool. Um, so what's the name of your podcast again? I mean, I'll put the link in the description, uh, called, but yeah. Yeah, it's called Vivid Talks. Vivid Talks, okay. I'll just put, I'll just put that in the description. And yes. uh, yeah, so here's the thing. Do you ever feel tired of, um, you know, like like doing what you do? Because like sometimes even if you're passionate about something, like for example, I'm passionate about coaching, I'm passionate about marketing, but after doing it like hundreds and thousands of times, sometimes I do get <laughs> tired of it. Do you ever feel tired of it? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I get burnt out because I'm always go, go, go. Um, so when that happens, I just go and read some manga because <laughs> that's like a de-stressing thing for me. So I like to just have some alone time and uh, read manga or to go out to eat because I like eating and it makes me happy. But um, I haven't really taken a day off since I started like for over seven years now. It's always, I'm working every day. <laughs> sometimes I only work for half days. Wait, you mean when you haven't taken a day off, that means seven days a week, 365 days a year, every day you're working? Well, it's social media. I'm plugged in all the time, right? I'm always responding to messages. I'm always posting. So I haven't really taken a day off of wow. social media or work. So, but it's okay. Like, I don't mind. Like on the weekends, I don't check my social media as often. And sometimes I don't post on the weekend just to get some time away from social media. But um I think it's important to keep in mind like uh, mental health as well because if you're constantly working go 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 then it's just really stressful for the mind and the body so i've kind of backed away a little bit um so i'm not stressing my mind too much so COVID has given me more time at home so i can relax and try to have more me time which is really nice wait so let's say you're traveling for holiday let's say for one week holiday then do you still work during the holiday Yes, I work throughout my holiday, yeah. Okay, cool. Great. So and we wanna uh, oh uh even when I'm traveling for holidays, it's not a holiday, it's a work holiday. So when I'm traveling somewhere, I don't think I've taken a holiday before that is not related to work. Wow. So it's wow. like half holiday and half working. So <laughs> I'm always making content. So 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 what do you think about like work life balance? Is there such a thing as work life balance or there's like no such thing as work life balance? The thing is, I enjoy what I'm doing. So if you enjoy what you're doing, you really never have to work a day in your life, right? So mm -hmm. I enjoy, even, even though if I'm traveling and working, I still enjoy the working. 
it's like mm -hmm. a paid vacation because I make income from uh, my travel, right? So I find that I'm enjoying it and it's, it's, um, it's a good experience for me. Cool. So if anyone wants to follow your social media handles, what are your social media handles? Uh, you can find me on Instagram under vivid underscore vision. I'm also on TikTok as vivid vision and Twitter at vivid vision 22. And YouTube, if you look up vivid vision, you'll find me there. And you can also find me on my podcast at vivid talks on uh, Spotify, Apple, any of your favorite podcast uh, applications. Alright, sounds good. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. For those of you who like this video, make sure you like it, make sure you comment what you learned, make sure you share it with as many people as you know, and make sure you follow.